Welcome to the Benton Heights Presbyterian Church Podcast. We're excited you've joined us as we hear what God has to say to us through Scripture and this message from Pastor Paul. All four Gospels share the miracle of Jesus' resurrection. We're going to hear it this morning from John's Gospel in the 20th chapter. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in it at the strips of linen lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went inside, he saw and believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it that you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him. I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with this news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that He had said these things to her. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Why isn't that on the news every night? We get so caught up in, in the other people's and in, in what they do in their lives, and we get so negligent about what Jesus has done. This is Easter. This is the day that He defeated the grave. And some of you might be saying, yeah, I know, tell me something new. No, it's this same awesome news all the time. Jesus was dead, and now He's alive. And just so you know, 
No one does this. Now, when someone dies, we commemorate them. When someone significant dies, we commemorate them all the more and maybe make pilgrimage and, and even enshrine the tomb. In the region where Jesus died, upwards of 50 holy people died and their tombs are there. People make pilgrimage. There are shrines built. People go there to commemorate. They did then. They still do. And, and you know, if you're of the Jewish faith, you're seeing Abraham as the founder of your faith. We know where Abraham is buried. And so people will go there and they'll make a pilgrimage. If you're Muslim, you look to Muhammad. Well, we know where dead Muhammad is buried, and people go there, and they still do, and there's a shrine built. If you're Buddhist, we know where Buddha is at. But go to Israel. Ask anyone, where's Jesus? We don't know. We can't find him. We're not even sure the place where Jesus was buried. Now, true or false? When Jesus was buried, they knew where he was buried. They knew. Remember, Joseph of Arimathea gifted his tomb. And a couple of Marys were there to see him placed in that tomb. The Roman government set a seal on it and posted guards outside of it. When the women walk to the tomb that first Easter morning, they know where the tomb is. They're going there to see dead Jesus. He's gone. They tell his disciples, they run to the tomb. They know where the tomb is. But outside of that, people stopped going to the tomb of Jesus. They didn't leave flowers, place candles, other memorials. You know why? Because he was in Galilee having breakfast. For 40 days, he was hanging around. To this day, we're still not sure where Jesus was buried because no one ever went back there. And you know why they never went back? He wasn't there. Have you ever noticed how we try to defeat death? We wear seatbelts. We take vitamins. We drink water. We put on sunscreen. We wear masks. I'm not telling you not to do any of this, but guess what? We're still going to die. Jesus came back from death. And for 40 days, he proves he's alive. Here's the good news. Jesus is not just a good example of someone in the past who has died. He's a great help in the future because he's not dead. He's alive. This is so much better than any other religion. Any other religion, they would say, yeah, we have a leader. He's dead. Well, that guy's of no help. And when we die, we follow Jesus' example and enter into life again, eternal life. There is life beyond death. And upon our resurrection, there will be no more sickness no more sin, no more death, no more evil, no more weeping, no more tears, no more injustice, no more crime. 
I have good news for you. I know the end. Now, I don't know when the end, but Jesus is coming back. People will be raised from the dead, and we will be with Him together forever. One more point to make on this Easter morning. Jesus isn't just some significant man who died. Jesus is fully God. This is huge. Who your God is, that's the most important question. Of all the questions you'll ever have to answer, who is your God? You may hear this among college groups, uh, even outside of that on arguments with others who would say, Jesus never said He was God. He sure did. That's why they killed Him. He fed people. They didn't kill Him for that. Oh, children like Him. They didn't kill Him for that. You know why they killed Him? He kept saying He was God. In John chapter 10, the Jews pick up stones to kill Jesus, and He asked them, for which miracle are you stoning me? They replied, we're not stoning you for any miracle, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. So they killed Him on a cross, and Jesus came back and was like, told you so. And here is one of the clearest verses. Not only did Jesus say He was God, His followers said He was God. The Apostle Paul, writing to the Colossians in the first chapter, writes, For God was pleased to have all of His fullness dwell in Him, that is, in Jesus. All the fullness of God was in Jesus. Jesus was fully God. Jesus is God entering human history, the eternal God entering time and place, the Creator entering creation. Jesus Christ is God. So when people tell you that basically all religions teach the same thing, no, they don't, especially not in regard to Jesus. We believe that Jesus is fully God and fully man. We believe that everything begins with Jesus and ends with Jesus, and in the middle, it's all about Jesus. He is not just a good man. He is the God-man. That means that Jesus is our only Savior. There is no plan B. There is no other option, other path, other alternative. All this to say, one day, We will see Jesus forever. And if you could see Him right now as He is, you would not see a humble peasant like we would have read about just two days ago on Friday. We would not see a humble peasant listening to the crowds cry out, crucify Him, crucify Him. You were to see the Lord Jesus as He is right now. He would be seated on a throne, high and exalted, worshipped by angels and saints from all nations as declared in Revelation. 
and in the fourth chapter of Revelation, you hear singing day and night, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come right now. Jesus is not in humility. He's in glory. He is not lacking anything. He is ruling over everything. And one day, there will be a throne in the center of it all, and on that throne will be the Lord Jesus, and He will reign forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we don't have words to express our gratitude. So we'll just say thank you, and we love you. Lord Jesus, we know that you're in glory where you belong. Thank you that you were humble and willing to come and identify with us. Thank you that you have returned to your rightful place. And one day, you will put an end to all the injustices and hurts and wars and anguish and sickness and death. Until that day, help us remember that you are bigger than we can think. So by faith, let us enjoy your presence. And for those who do not know you, would you bring your Holy Spirit to bear on their hearts and minds to submit to you so you can bring them from death to life. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. We hope you found this message to be encouraging. We'd love for you to join us on Sunday mornings. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and at bhprez.org for more information.